Welcome to the Behind the Influencer podcast. I'm Katie, your host, social media manager and coach. At Initial, we are dedicated to bringing content creators up-to-date information, strategies and behind-the-scenes info from the top. We do this with our influencer program, brand contacts, support, a community and of course this podcast. Here we are going to delve into the people behind the profiles, understand their journey and discover all the behind the scenes tips and tricks along the way. If you're looking to grow your profile, get education and support, you've come to the right place. Head to initialinfluencers.com or send us a DM at initialinfluencers on Instagram to find out more. Hey babes, welcome back to another episode. I am super excited about this one and a disclaimer for today's episode, you may want to travel after listening. (laughs) Today we're talking with Jet Off With Jess, an Irish travel blogger now based in London. Jess is big on maximizing travel around a nine to five and is going to be sharing different ways to work with brands for travel and her top tips for approaching working with brands too. So this is going to be a super fun one and I can't wait to pick her brain and find out more. So let's start the episode. Hi Jess and welcome to the podcast. Hi Katie, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so glad you're here and I can't wait to pick your brain about the travel industry in terms of social media. And before we get into all of that good stuff, just tell us a bit about you and where we can find you on socials too. So our listeners can find you and follow you while they're listening. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Jess, uh, Jenna for Jess on social media. You can find me on Instagram, all of the things, TikTok, Pinterest. Um, and then my website is jennaforjess.com. And I am Irish. I'm from the countryside of Ireland, like the kind of middle of nowhere, uh, beautiful green fields. And I now live in London. So very different contrast. Uh, I moved to London in 2018 and I'm now here um, living in Canary Wharf. But I love travel, have always loved travel. And and I, since my early age, was just always, as soon as I could, be on a plane. And um, so I really, that's really what my blog is about, is just travel and my passion for that and trying to share tips and tricks with my followers and readers. Love that. And what do you do for, for work outside of that? Because that, that's not your full-time job, is it? So what do you do on the side? And what made you start your blog and your social media, I guess? Yeah, I mean, so I actually um, have, I work as um, a sales director in a corporate environment, so very different. So I'm very busy with that. But then I juggle then the blog on the side uh, just because I'm so passionate about it. Um, and I I'd still consider myself quite new <laughs> to the blogging world and all of the Instagram things because it really only less than a year ago uh, it was actually during the pandemic um where I decided to just go for it. It was something I always thought, oh, I might do that. I saw other people, you know, having travel blogs and doing doing things like that. And I decided then had all this extra time when we're all at home doing nothing. I thought, right, I'm gonna figure out how to do this. And I obviously miss travel as well so much during that time because we couldn't really go anywhere. So yeah, I decided to just go for it and learn how to make my website start everything from scratch and so it's nearly about a year that I've actually officially launched love that so first of all to get us all in the travel mood what are some of your favorite places that you've been 
Oh, that's such a good question. I mean, I feel like I love nearly everywhere I go, I'll find something that I like I enjoy about city or a different country. But um, I suppose one place I love always going back to is Paris. I just I've probably been there so many times now and I just love it so much. Just the whole vibe of the city uh, is just amazing. And obviously the pastries is always great. Um, but I feel like, yeah, I gone to a lot of like European cities one that I recently was in that I absolutely loved for the first time was Lisbon and Portugal absolutely loved it there um and then probably the biggest trip I'm now so grateful to have have gone on is um I went did a big trip to Australia in February 2020 which was I literally landed back on the 1st of March 2020 so it was a very normal trip pre-COVID and pre-pandemic um, and then looking back I realised uh, obviously Australia had closed their doors for like two years pretty much so I was so grateful for that trip because I got to see Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne so like the three kind of main cities and it was just it was just incredible amazing amazing trip. Oh wow oh my gosh I literally have not been to Australia and I feel like I need to add it to my list it's growing longer and longer <laughs> I feel like yeah. I just jump in your bag and you take me with you on all of your trips oh my but god yeah I have to come crazy to think that though because I guess you got in there literally just before and like you say yeah. nobody could then get in for years literally yeah Literally, yeah. So I, I couldn't believe like how like it was already a once in a lifetime trip. Obviously, it's a bit, you know, more of a, a lengthier one to go on and, and, you know, have to save up a bit more for it. So it was already like a once in a lifetime trip. And then when I came back, I was like, wow, it really was so lucky that we just had such a normal time. And then we had a lot of friends there as well, which was really lucky. One of my good friends is Australian. So she showed me all around, gave me some, all the local tips. So it was just, yeah, it was just incredible. Definitely need to add it to your list. Now, I think they're open now again. So, and I've got a few blog posts on my website for those three places. So with tips on, on how to make the most of the time there. So you do end, if anyone ends up going, definitely check them out as well. Amazing. We can literally look and see where all the best places are to go. So talking about are working with brands I guess as a travel blogger what ways do you do that and what ways do you know you can do that I guess yeah uh, I mean I'm still trying to since I'm still quite new I'm still learning what's what ways you can work with brands um I've been quite lucky to have some amazing opportunities already um w- ones that I have already done is um worked as an affiliate for brands so I've got to work with a lot of my favorite brands as well which was which was really exciting some of the brands that I use all the time um and I was able to just then um, be able to promote their products with my affiliate link and then I also the main thing that I have done now through the travel space is working with hotels which um I had to you know figure out how to do that but essentially it's a way that travel bloggers can go it's really mutually beneficial for the hotel and the blogger because in exchange for like a night stay or you will just promote on your social media accounts or it depends on the hotel sometimes they'll ask for a few more deliverables so uh, whether it is a blog post as well or maybe a reel and things like that so and that's one thing I've definitely done a few times now uh, which was very exciting and then I know you can also work with tourism boards and um, even do just like paid sponsorships for a brand as well. So just go and maybe on a press trip and things like that. So that's definitely on my list of hoping to figure out a way to do that. But there's so many different ways. Like as soon as I delved into looking into the space, like there's actually so many ways that you can work with brands, which is really exciting. 
Yeah, I think it's really important that you've kind of gone into the hotel stay side of it as well and said, you know, that it is mutually beneficial agreement sort of thing. And it's a way that you can actually give that hotel content as well that they can also use if they want to use it. Um, I think a way that a lot of people maybe go wrong in that space is having, I don't know if you'll agree with this, but almost pitching themselves maybe to a hotel that reads gimme 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 I want this for free without having a conversation about the mutual benefit and the actual value you can provide and I think maybe a better way to approach this is to maybe look at it like having a conversation I guess um and also don't get discouraged when you get a no or like we don't have a budget right now and that's the same with any niche I guess um because they can always come back to you at a later date. They can come back to you a year later. But I think it's really important to, you know, maybe even research the hotel first and then explain the value that you're bringing. I don't know if you'd agree with that. Oh, 100% definitely agree with that. And I think that's it, it, like when I pitched my, I think that's one thing that maybe from my day job, I was actually kind of already had the kind of skills for because, you know, I, as a, with a sales, you're always reaching out to people and pitching yourself. So when I started pitching myself with my blog, I kind of took those, you know, the skills I already had and put them together, which I think made that bit, bit easier for me, maybe. But when, when you're coming and pitching to brands it's you can't yeah a lot of people do that like give me give me oh I just want a free stay I'll put you on my socials it's like okay well well why why you and like what can you bring to the table so like you know giving giving having your media kit ready is a huge thing uh, and then also like see like giving them a bit of an insight into like the audience that 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 they that you have and if that lines up with the audience that they want to that they want to basically get themselves in front of then it's obviously a perfect partnership um and yeah giving them information and then one thing as well that I really learned is really following up because uh it's really just a numbers game like if you just send one email to one hotel like they might not even read it they might get a no and then you could just end up being like discouraged but it's really like okay I know if I send like 10 emails to hotel I'll probably get like one response I'll definitely get a no as well uh, and then if I don't hear back from any of them I'll follow up again and then a lot of times they'll end up replying to me on the follow-up so knowing that it's a bit of a, a process it's just not just a case of oh yeah here's here's the stay like you have to do your research and also putting in a personal touch about the hotel is also I find that that's really helped. So like seeing, oh, I see that you have like a spa in your ring. This looks really like a really relaxing getaway or something that like shows you actually looked into the hotel, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. You know something about the hotel. You're not just asking for freebies, basically. I think it's really important as well that you touched on, you know, your media kit as well. That was going to be one of my questions. Would you recommend having a media kit outlaying what you offer being a travel blogger? But also it's important, I think, you know, you saying, especially when you're starting out, that you're, it's important to pitch, right, to, to, to the hotels or brands or whatever it is. Like when you're starting out, especially, it's so important to actually put yourself out there and reach out and get that pitch right because down the line don't get me wrong once you've established yourself I'm sure you know you will be getting brands that are emailing you um and wanting to work with you but at the start you know it's so important you've got to shoot your shot and you've got to send those emails out to as many people as you can really but obviously make sure that they resonate with you and like you say you've got some sort of value that you can bring to the table for them um, but yeah, definitely. I would. Would you recommend having a media kit outlaying what you're offering? Yes, definitely. Um, I mean, I've seen already um, a huge like 
response rate now that I have a media kit and then and that was one thing that initially really really helped as well where I was able to see what should I actually put in the media kit what will brands want to see um and having it as like one page and putting all the information that you need on it um so definitely recommend having that I've seen a huge difference in how I pitch myself but also like that's such a good point like I think it's so easy when you're starting out and if anyone is listening that is thinking about going for it and thinking oh I don't have enough followers like I'm not big enough or anything like that like it's so easy to just kind of get in that mindset and then not even bother but it's like I mean personally you know I've gone like I've been again starting out have a smaller following size but I've been able to work with some of my favorite hotels favorite brands by just emailing them because you know if you don't if you don't try then you'll never know I guess um and again there's such a push in the space at the minute as well for um micro influencers and nano influencers as well because you have more kind of a deeper relationship with your followers so brands like really see that value now so I mean it's definitely worth just and how how are they going to find you if they don't know about you so you know if you can sit and wait for them to find you but uh, you know if you just go out and try get it yourself it's just going to make it so much easier and make it happen quicker as well yeah you've got to shoot your shot it's so important and for anybody listening obviously you touched on the media kit there we obviously had a look at that for you and helped you with that being one of our clients um but I think from a social media coach perspective looking at media kits it's so easy to want to ram as much information in as possible and put as many pictures in as possible but the problem is when you email that across to a brand they get so many emails sometimes right and you've got this media kit that's like three pages long it's kind of off-putting sometimes if it's just they they just want to see the things that they need to see to the point neat and easy to look at and you know I think that's just the easiest way to showcase yourself but it really needs to be right you know yes definitely and I think as well like you're going to have the link to your Instagram or the link to your website like in the media kit so if they want to like check out more of the content you've created they can just click in there and and see more and see what you're about so yeah just having like the really concise and not like you know making it as easy as possible for them I guess and then they'll I think that definitely will have more chance of them wanting to work with you. Yeah, definitely. And having the links in an email or a media kit 100% every time, because then it just makes it super easy for them. They don't have to go in searching your username um, and they can just see what you're about. And like you say, if they want to see more of your content, they can go and have a nosy on your profile. But what are your favorite things when working with a hotel, say? Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's a good question, actually. Uh, I think when I... When I had my first hotel stay, uh, I felt I genuinely probably suffered from a bit of imposter syndrome. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, oh God, no, I don't, I don't deserve this. What's happening here? Like, you know, I was going and there was just like the the everyone was so friendly and we're really like um we ended up having as well in that hotel having uh, I brought my partner with me and we had like a three course dinner as well um included in the overall package and I just remember thinking oh god <laughs> this is this is crazy but um it was really really nice and then I think what really I love about it is just having the opportunity to just kind of like when I go anyway to hotel, I like, I just will notice like the smallest details and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll go and I'll promote it to a family and friend anyway, if I really like somewhere. So then just kind of using that and then, you know, actually just like creating content around that and so like putting I love putting together a reel or like a story and then like seeing oh I could talk about this and trying to make it as like creative as possible and just every time as well I have one I'll try and you know 
see what I could have done better. Okay, I could do that next time. And um, it's just a really nice like learning curve and just trying to upskill myself each time as well. And the hotel is usually always so welcoming and they really like, you know, give like appreciate the content because it really, like I said, it's mutually beneficial for them as well. And they can promote across their social channels or or link to their website and things like that. So yeah, I just, I, I hope I get to now this year as well, work with a few more hotels because it's been, so once I had the opportunities I've had has been, has been very exciting. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I guess it's a bit surreal as well. And it's almost pressure because you, you know, you've got to deliver as well, I guess. Um, but do how do you find working with brands in the travel industry do you what do you find it harder than in other areas would you say do you find it harder than in other niches I would say yeah because I, I do follow you know a lot of um of other influencers in like the fashion space for example and have a lot of you know connections there as well and I see I think there it, maybe the opportunities are a little bit more obvious so there's just like you know there's so many different like clothing brands, for example, like, you know, the likes of Miss Pap, Misguided, all them that like really do, you can see by looking on Instagram, like they definitely, you know, make the most of like influencer marketing. And so I did find when I came into the travel space, I was like, oh, what do I even do here? I mean, sometimes I have also worked with some clothing brands as well, where, you know, they'll give me a few pieces and then I'll have them in my photos. So um, that is also, it does kind of tie in a bit to travel, I guess, but I do think it's not as obvious as what's, what opportunities there are really, because like, if you were to think of, of brands in the travel space, like you really just think, okay, well, I guess like, I don't know there's no real physical brands right it's really only the hotels or the airlines and it's like okay well there's so many people already doing this how do I make myself different from everyone else and what I'm doing and like get myself to stand out I guess so I definitely think it's it's a little bit harder to pitch yourself and and also uh, I mean airlines for example I know that that is the way that travel bloggers can can work with brands but and and it's something that I'm aspiring to do as well but again it's like how do you how how do you start there and and it's not exactly like you can just take a few pictures of a product they send you and and put that up right it's a little bit different it's more um you're actually going somewhere so it is a little bit um harder I would say in from from what I observe about it yeah I do I do agree with you I feel like maybe from a it's not saying that anyone's better than anybody else by any means but I feel like in the fashion space you know you've got they've got bigger markets I guess they've got more budget for influencers right they've got their clothes or however cost them x amount whereas well if you know a a travel company is offering you a flight a hotel stay that's a a big budget for them to have and I guess they haven't got as much room maybe as much that is more competitive maybe um and they haven't got as much room for a bigger bigger budget and more influencers on there um the one so maybe in a way that is a a little bit of a negative almost in some ways but one benefit that I seem to have in my head and I don't know if you'd agree do, do you find your audience engages with you more because you've got something going on all the time because I don't know about you when I go on holiday on my personal page, my story views and everything are through the roof. I've got so many DMs and I feel like everybody's engaging that little bit more and they're watching what you're doing because it's interesting, it's different, it's new. Like from a personal perspective, do you think this helps, would you say? 
Yeah, I definitely think so. I, I Whenever I am away, I do see a huge rocket in my engagement. Also, that's a lot of the reason why people are following my page as well, is because I do travel so much. Um, but yeah, compared to like the day to day, um, like that, that kind of content versus when I am away, it's it, yeah, it's completely different. But I, one thing I, I suppose I've noticed recently is that like I was trying to when I was away I was trying to like you know get stories up all the time like in like kind of real time because I know a lot of bloggers do that but now I've actually started to realize okay because I felt like I wasn't actually you know enjoying the moment of the travel so now what I tend to do is I'll take all my content and then I'll post it later as like you know a, you know a recap uh, and I think that's been because I probably did find recently a bit more of that pressure and I'm away oh I need to keep posting because you know I'm posting about travel and I'm traveling but I also want to like actually enjoy the travel right so I that little bit of pressure I've now taken off by just being like oh I can just post the story tomorrow like when I'm and like recap it and I've actually found my engagement has gone up when I do that as well so it's actually worked out in a way um but yeah I feel like there might be a bit of a pressure as well there and I've heard you know, heard other kind of travel bloggers say that when they're away, they feel like they constantly have to pose, but it, you're going to, you're going to enjoy it and then talk and edit your photos, you know, do the content creation after that and then share with your audience. Yeah, I think that's brilliant and such good advice for social media in general. There's so much pressure I guess in a way to just get everything up straight away and I've done that a couple of times with I like went away on a little staycation and I you know I posted my stories the following day and stuff because I didn't want to be posting everything while I was there you know I went out for dinner and stuff and I just was like right I'm going to post the stories and stuff that I want to post but I'm not going to post them now because you just kind of want to be present in the moment I think it's important as well for anybody listening as well that isn't in the influencer blogger space that doesn't do that that's just you know doing social media because they're sharing their own pictures um I think it's important to remember you know the the pictures that we're literally posting we're sat on the sofa in our pajamas and we shot that content a week ago sometimes you know um you know we don't walk around doing all these exciting things every single day um and being doled up every single day most of the time you know we've batched created that I guess and from a blogger point of view, from any niche, that's such a good tip to just get that content and deal with it when you have the time to deal with it. There's no pressure to post it there and then. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess it's that is such a, it's just an Instagram reality thing where like, you know, we'll bash the content. It's not not all glitz and glam all the time. And I think it's easy to, to see that when you're, when you are even just scrolling on Instagram to think, oh, they're always, you know, like if someone to see mine, she's always away. She's, I'm like, yeah, well, a lot of the time when I'm posting that, I am, like you said, just there sitting yeah. in my pajamas and, and, uh, and looking back on, on the trip. But yeah, it's, I think that's such a good um, tip for any, in any niche as well. And anyone just on social media in general it's good to be present and actually enjoy the process as well and you know take the content and then enjoy you know if you're rushing it as well like I love you know creating the content after especially like now creating reels and things like that like if I were to do that there and then I'd go a bit mad because it just takes time and then it would would the end output wouldn't be as good and I wouldn't be as happy with it so yeah definitely take time with it takes ages right to edit a reel (laughs) 
I that actually on my last holiday, my last summer holiday, I can't even remember when that was now, August, maybe last year, July sort of time. And I was posting content from that holiday for weeks and I was just sat here at home back in England, but I just had so many pictures and stuff that I was right, like, right, I'm still going to share. I remember even like in the airport when we were flying home I was writing like a a long lengthy caption and just getting my post ready because I was so bored of just being around in the airport and I thought right this is the time now that I can get a post up it's just when it suits you isn't it but I do think that it's really good advice for social media um in general but this has been so amazing thank you so much for letting me pick your brain and question you can you just remind us where our listeners can find and follow you yeah of course and thank you so much again for having me it's been so nice to be to be on the podcast and uh, I hope that whoever is people listening get some type of tip out of it and you can always reach out to me my main platform really is Instagram so Jenna for Jess you can find me there and then I am on TikTok Pinterest Facebook all those others as well and uh, Jenna for Jess.com is my website if you want to go and check out some more um more of the blog posts if you are planning going anywhere you can do by guide and see if there is any location that I've already done a post on and hopefully you can get some tips from it perfect you guys go and give her a follow Jess thank you for being here and thank you so much for chatting with me today we will see you guys back here next Thursday for the next episode